0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. Dude, and I am stoked to be hanging in the lair with you today, man. It's been a long week, and I'm just, I'm literally, like, jamming, jiving. Ready to dive in and swim around all the books we've been reading this week.
1: Bro, it has been a long week. Tiring. Um, Just one of those weeks where you're not thriving, you're just surviving.
0: Dude. (laughs) Amen, <laughs> brother. Do you know what's wild, man? I I think I slept on like uh, I got one of those pillow cubes. I don't know if you've seen those. Never. But they're like they kind of they're like a pillow, but they're like
1: was a this brick. a li- was this a late night QVC order?
0: Probably something like that. And uh, dude, I think it was too big for my neck, and so <laughs> I have the worst knot in my back, dude. And then this week I was like, you know what? I'm taking my fitness serious again. Dude, I can't bend down to pick up like something on the ground. I couldn't get out of my car at work today. I had to like push myself with my arm to get out. Are you still using this cube pillow? No, I ditched it, man. But I'm just, moral of it is I'm old now. 38. My back's going out. I can't work out like I used to. You're beat up. I'm just beat up, dude. But hey, let me ask you a question. Let's start off with a question again today. All right, hit me. Dude, what do you think about... Have you ever place money on a sports
1: game or anything like that? I'm not a big better, dude. I'm a tightwad. I'm a cheapskate. I don't do that kind of stuff. Me neither. My brother makes fun of me all the time, and I just don't do it.
0: I can't do it. It's just too much for me. I, I, I mean, I'm not as uh, tight with the money as uh, the old comic book dad, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do not like gambling. or It just feels like tossing money away. But dude, I saw a thing today that was like 16 billion or even more than that, 160 billion or something bet on the Super Bowl.
1: Like that's what they put on it?
0: No, like that like it was some astronomical amount of like money that the United States or the world is bet on the Super Bowl. Like it's just a it's crazy, hmm. man.
1: Let me ask you this, since we're talking Super Bowl here. Have you been seeing that stuff going around? I've seen it on social media. I've seen it on the news. I've seen actually some actual, um, some lady was interviewing NFL players like down at the NFL experience and they um, actually brought it up to some of the players. But um, one of, I guess, some old running back who's retired like was doing an interview and he said the NFL is scripted.
0: Oh, dude, it's all over the place. Now every NFL player is like joking about it and yeah, everything.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I keep seeing these posts comes up like the Eagles are winning thirty something, or like thirty four to thirty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like the and script
0: was leaked. I saw yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: how crazy are people to believe a huge conspiracy weird thing about? I don't know, man.
0: You know, I Wild don't think reality. it. I think it's literally people are just that bored. Like you need something. <sighs> <It's> gotta be. <laughs> you know. But uh, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I think I'm going for the Chiefs as well. I just uh not a big uh Philly Eagles fan. I'm not anti-Philly Philly. Eagles. Philly Eagles.
1: <laughs> yeah, go Philly Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> right on. No, um I <laughs> And honestly, I'm probably not even going to watch it for one, I don't even have cable TV at the house. <laughs> I know, me neither, man. Um I I don't know and you know it's going to be crazy out there to go somewhere to watch it and plus lately I've um the weather's been so nice I've been trying to get out and hike and run so yeah. I don't know I might do something like that this weekend um we'll see
0: right on uh I got invited to like a Super Bowl like party but
1: uh you going to go it's just not my scene dude I don't know not my thing bunch of dudes jumping around yelling at the TV when a drop pass dropped
0: and, uh, like, if I was going to watch the Super Bowl, I want to watch the Super Bowl. I don't want to, like, wander around some dude's house and be like, hey, do you have any non-alcoholic
1: beer? <laughs> <laughs> At least go for the appetizers. Yeah. Well, it should be know. fun,
0: man. Uh, uh, Rihanna, Super Bowl halftime. Is she the
1: halftime? Yeah. I don't even know. She is the (laughs) halftime. What do you think about all these trades in the NBA now that we're talking sports? Let's get on the sports layer for a little.
0: Dude,
1: I'm super
0: fired up and bummed at the same time. I'm sick of of
1: these trades. (laughs) First of all,
0: I think the Suns made some moves that everyone feels like, okay, this is it now. And like, yeah, three three good forwards. Like you've got Katie, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And you're like, man, that's lights out. The problem is the Suns have no defense, and they did nothing to help their defense. They're like the softest dude. team, dude. So I don't know if it's really going to—they they, they feel like second round and out to me. There's no to me, defense.
1: To me, some of these trades feel like, you know, back in the day when you're playing like a sports video game, and you have a team, and you're just trading a trade, and just next thing you know, you got 20 trades in one season, and you're just like, right on, I got the best team ever. now. <laughs> I was I was
0: lit up though because we uh the Warriors were getting uh, Gary Payton the second back and uh he's a he was huge for us uh last year. But now it turns out he failed his physical, so I'm not even sure we're gonna get him.
1: Yeah. I did see something crazy, like 40 second round picks were traded. Like and yeah, like we traded five
0: second round picks just to get Gary Payton. <laughs> I'm like, all right, do what you gotta do. Is he that good? Like, no why they it's need just him? we don't need five set two second round picks, and we needed somebody to play defense to kind of guard the cuts in the middle, which we were just letting up all the time. so hmm. and he was huge for us last year in that regard, so we we want him and team loves him, fans love him. and you're a huge Gary Payton fan. I know
1: I am a huge basketball fan in general. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing um, I don't know what you're talking about garden cuts.
0: But I'm stoked to see Ky- Kyrie and uh,
1: Luca play. Oh, yeah. That could be weird, uh, a, a cool, weird. I don't know how they're going to jive together. I don't I mean, know I don't, either. I don't, I don't watch basketball enough to even Come know on, dude, just pretend. right now. Dude. This
0: is a sports layer. You're allowed to make it up as you go. But um, I was cool. surprised
1: by that trade, though, to be honest.
0: Me too. But apparently Kyrie and KD were not happy. But hey, this is enough sports talk, man. I'm stoked to get into some books with you.
1: I didn't get a lot of reading in this week, I'll tell you that. It was a crazy week, man. I had all kinds of stuff going on. Work stuff, personal stuff, just like, it was nuts, dude. (laughs) I did have some cool stuff happen to me. Um, My girls and I go to this uh, dad-daughter dance every year. Yeah, yeah. And um, this year, um, you want to know why I'm really growing my beard out? Yeah. Is it, it was lum- it was Lumberjack theme this year, like camping Lumberjack. Like uh, they do a theme every year. And so I was trying to grow this burly beard and I'm you sick You got a of burly one going on. It's, dude, it's too hot and itchy and I got to comb it and I'm just not like, you know, Get I just want to wake up. Get
0: some conditioner on that bad boy.
1: Wake up, throw, <laughs> throw a hat on, you know, rinse the face and go for the day, you know? Yeah. Now I got to brush my beard out, like make sure it's like, you know, got all these like flyaways in my beard. And it's not like a nice beard. It just looks like <laughs> a scraggly old beard, dude. I think scraggly old beards are the best beards. Like some dudes can grow beards out and they're all like manicured
0: and maintained. Yeah, they all puffy. And I'm like, who are you? Get out of here with your puffy little beard. And
1: I just wonder like, how long do you spend puffing out your beard? <laughs> a long time. Cause I get sick of it. I'm there five minutes and I'm like, and it doesn't even like, it looks misshaped sometimes. Like I wake up and like half of it's like laying down. Cause I was laying on my chin or something and like, <laughs> I can't fluff it up and it just looks weird. And then I just, I don't know, man. I just don't like maintaining it. Well, trim it up, dad. So I'm going to buzz it down. Get her done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make a move on it,
1: dude. Trim that bad boy up. (laughs) Then it just like catches all the food in your beard and you don't even know. You just walk around with little crummies in your beard. You're out on a walk and eat a little snack. Anyways. Back to books.
0: Oh, I thought you had a story about the dead daughter. Oh,
1: do you want me to tell you this hilarious story about dead daughter? Listen, I was dying because it was so funny. So first of all, my daughter and I, we went out to um, dinner. <laughs> then we went and got some froyo. You frio. are
0: on fire tonight, bro.
1: <laughs> I told you I'm tired and it's been a tough week. So usually um, I go with both of my daughters, but mom, my middle daughter had a big cheer thing she had to go to, so she's like, "Can you just take me on another date?" And I was like, "Sure, I'd love to take in another date." Now that I spent money on this date, no big <laughs> deal. <laughs> But it was cool because I got a chance to spend one-on-one time with my oldest, you know. And then when I take her on a date, it'd be one-on-one time. So that was kind of cool. So we get… We weren't like in a hurry. So we get to the dad-daughter late. And um, the dad-daughter is great. I love it. We've been going for like eight years. But I think it's like… Geared towards more, like, younger girls, you know? Yeah. And so my oldest is, like, 14. So she's, like, on the verge of not even wanting to go anymore. She's just like, hey, my dad's lame and old. And I don't want to go with this weird <laughs> And look at, his beard. <laughs> look at his beard. Look at his beard. Look at his terrible beard. And I went all out, dude. I bought, like, a lumberjack tee. Like, a flannel, you know? Like, wore boots. Like, you know, like, I was a straight lumberjack. and yeah, had a beanie on. And um, anyways, it was fun. But I get there, and I, we were late. Um, we were, you know, just having fun at frozen yogurt. And when I walked in, they were like doing this game with all the dads and daughters. And I don't even know what it was at first. So just keep that in mind as we get into the story. All right. And I'm trying to get a snack. Oh, I don't know why. I just got done eating and having fro-yo and I'm just go right for the (laughs) snack table. (laughs) And I grab a coffee and I grab a snack. My daughter grabs a snack and... We're like in the back, and we like we don't want to go on the dance floor because everybody's like do, they're in the middle of some big game thing, right? And come to find out afterwards, they were doing a, like a version of rock paper scissor. Mm-hmm. Or do you say paper scissor rock or rock paper scissor? What, what's your rock, how, how do you do? Rock it? paper scissor. All right. Some people say paper scissor rock. I was just curious. Who the heck says paper scissor rock? <laughs> and then you go like paper, scissor, rock, shoot? Or do you just go paper, scissor, rock and you're throwing down whatever you're No, going shoot. You shoot? Yeah, see, I do that too. So that's, this, this is all kind of going in with the story that I'm about all
0: to tell right, you. So right. sorry
1: to get sidetracked. No. So we're just standing there and this game's been going on I don't know how long, a few minutes. And instead of rock, paper, scissor, I kind of hear him say like campfire. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the other one is. It could have been like walking stick or something. I don't know. <laughs> But it was basically like Paper, Scissors, Rock, but like they were doing like camping themed stuff, you know, and he's explaining it. And since I was late, like everybody's already playing and I'm just, we're just hanging out in the back. And this dude, <laughs> <laughs> this other dad like turns around, I'm sipping coffee. Remember, I still don't know it's Rock, Paper, Scissors game. I don't know nothing of that yet. And he turns around and he just looks at me. He's like, you want to play? And I'm like, I, I don't know what they're doing, man. Like, I just got here, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, No, do you want to play the game? I'm like, Yeah, I just got here. I don't know what the game is. I would love to play, but I don't know what's going on. Like, I got a coffee in my hand, I got a snack in the other. Like, he's like, No, we're just playing paper, scissors, rock, man. You want to play? Oh, he said paper, scissors, rock. Yeah, and I'm just like. I I guess, like, I I got my hands full. I don't have pockets to put my snack pack in. Like, I got a coffee. So I'm, like, looking at my daughter. She's, like, embarrassed as all can be because it's just two dads, you know? Like, (laughs) we we didn't even introduce ourselves to each other, you know? His daughter's, like, looking at us like we're weird, you know? Like, they don't want to play each other in paper, scissor, rock. It's just him and I. And Now he holds his fist down. He's, like, ready to go. And I'm like, and now I'm starting to listen to to what's going on. And I'm like, I don't think it's paper, scissor, rock, man. It's like campfire, like <laughs> walking stick. Like I'm trying to get the rules down so we play it right, you know? And he's like, no, nah, let's just play paper, scissors, rock. And I'm like, fine, dude. Let me put my stuff down. I'll play you paper, scissor, rock. You know, I look at my daughter. I'm like, let's do this, you know? <laughs> So I get ready and we immediately go paper, scissor, rock. And he throws down, before I even say shoot, he's throwing down scissors. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. So I stop and I'm like, hey, how do you want to do this? Like, I, you want to go on shoot? You want to go on rock? Like, how do you play the game? And he's just like, oh, we're just playing paper, scissor, rock. And I'm like, I know, but <laughs> I need to know, like, because every time I'm going to see you throw down first. <laughs> So I'm just letting you know, I won every single game because I saw him throw down what he was going with every time because he didn't wait for the shoot. No. And I was going on shoot. <laughs> I don't, it was the weirdest interaction ever. It was awkward. My daughter was just like, what do I do? I didn't want to play this girl in rock, paper, scissors. And I'm just like, I don't know. Let's play. <laughs> And I was trying to get in it, even though I was late to the party, you know. And oh um, gosh. I was dying afterwards. I, and afterwards, like, I introduced myself to him. And he was a cool dude. But um, it was just a hilarious interaction. Like, set the night off to a great start.
0: I want to see the security cam footage of you playing <laughs> Rock, Paper, Scissors with some other dad.
1: Yeah. And our da- and both of Like, his daughter was older, too. She was a senior in high school. And she was like... Even worse than my daughter, didn't want to. Like, you could tell she was like, Dad, let's get out of here. I can't be seen here now. So it's, it was funny though, dude, but we had a great time. Um, you know, I got, got to dance a little bit. You know, I'm such a dancer, dude.
0: If there's one thing I know about you is that you got the moves,
1: and uh, it was a good time. Yeah. It was a fun night. Um, like I said, we've been going for like, I don't know, eight or nine years now, and it's always fun.
0: Right on, dude. I'm glad you have fun. And thanks for the story, dude. Kills me,
1: man. But um yeah, other than that, you have any uh any cool stuff going down this week with you?
0: Nah, man, that's about it. Just uh same old stuff as last week. Softball and work, man. But uh I did get in some good reading, dude.
1: Hey, let's let's talk one that we've kind of been anticipating here for a couple weeks because um it's been like a slow, slow burn. And both of you and I we talked about issue 9 like we've been waiting for something to happen. So let's yeah. talk about Little Monsters issue 10. What What'd you think? Here, did Jeff Lemire kind of come through now? What are we doing? What are we thinking?
0: Bro, I don't know how you felt about it cuz the there is still a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end, but I I loved it, man. I like the background information that you got, the fill in uh here was so satisfying for me for where we're at in the story and kind of compelling me even more to like, you know that the disappointment a little bit about wanting to know more almost makes the story a little bit more compelling to me. It's like I keep coming back because I'm like, I gotta know, I gotta know. To me, like the fact that I gotta know what Rami's gonna end up doing shows me that I care enough about the story and Jeff's doing a good job because otherwise I just wouldn't care at all yeah you know what i mean i hear you what'd you think
1: i did like um that the the whole issue was basically focused on like telling this backstory with what what are they what would we call them like the elders elders, yeah Yeah, is that what it would be i think so and so i did like that um the art by uh, dustin win still really good man um it's all black and white and then every once in a while you'll get some color thrown in there um so the art was really cool um but i don't i i was maybe i don't know maybe, maybe i think you hit it last time because remember i think we were talking on the phone and i was all stoked for issue 10 to come out and you're like dude don't get too pumped up like uh-huh, you don't. yeah and so like it Even though it was satisfying to find out all this background information, like the cliffhanger at the end still, I was still like.
0: You want some more movement in present time, which I understand. I did really like, though, that we found out like a big reveal about why the kids um, like that. There is some truth about what the elders told the kids about why they shouldn't
1: eat um, humans. Yeah, and it well, turns gonna out, fi- that other group's gonna find out the hard way that they're, they're gonna they just learned a hard lesson and they yeah. know it doesn't look like they can reverse it. They're screwed yeah. now.
0: No, dude, big time. But quick uh, spoiler alert here. But it turns out like they were the kids were pretty much a, an ex- an experiment yeah, yeah. from the elders, and what they found out is that if they if they never tasted human blood, they would literally live forever. Uh, and they wouldn't age. They, and they wouldn't, wouldn't age, either. yeah. Because one of the crazy things about the elders is that, yeah, they age slower and they live longer than humans, but they will, in fact, die. And uh, and then they, like, you know, they when they were getting to that point, they more or less left the kids so that the kids wouldn't see them die. And mm-hmm. Rami's the only one who knew uh, the truth here. And, and that,
1: Yeah, that's why they never came back because, obviously, they didn't know they were going off to die. They just thought they'd dipped out
0: yeah and uh but pretty wild what the elders trust entrusted rami uh to keep that secret but they kind of spill the beans like right at the end
1: With when artwork, they have yeah. the,
0: the infinity and they rip it so
1: yeah i mean i, li- I liked it overall um they gave me enough to still, obviously, I'm invested in it. But, um, man, I th- I think this is going to be one of those stories where I wish I would just get, like, a deluxe hardcover yeah. of it just to take it all in at once, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> For me, at least, because... I don't know. Sometimes you get those issues where it finally, like, explains everything and then it makes, like, the previous issues, like, even better. And this one is... I mean, it's, it was still good. Don't get me wrong. But I, I still wish, like, the current... Like, I guess where we're at gets some, which I'm sure will happen in the next issue. Do you know how many issues this is? Is it going to 12 and it ends the arc? You think?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. So one more, or no, two more. Two more. But um, yeah, the artwork, man, is really, really good. Top notch. What do you
0: think about the word notch? Top notch. You a big top notch guy?
1: I do say top notch. A lot, quite quite often actually.
0: That's good. Good to know. Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh I do I, I mean, I've heard a lot of people complain about the pacing, but I'm so used to it with Jeff that and I know that there's always a really cool payoff and that the slowness here and building of the backstory just makes the the reveal at the end all the more compelling and uh always worth the wait usually with a Lemire thing. Um so I'm still stoked on it, man.
1: Good. Well, we'll see. And two more issues, we'll we'll see how it goes down. Because you got to remember too, there's still that human guy out there looking for um, oh, the girl. Yeah, yeah, you know, so there's yeah. still a, a lot of conflict going down. Um, he looks like remember, I think in issue nine he was like setting traps with one of the twins. Still,
0: what would you think of? Uh, sorry, were you going somewhere else too? No, no, yeah, go ahead. What were you thinking of, kind of? the elders showing Rami that uh like the world was going really bad. They're going sideways, going sideways in the wars and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but it doesn't, and you know, I was kind of painting humanity in this really negative light. And like, maybe, you know, this group was going to need to survive to make the world a better place. Is that kind of what you thought the elder was saying? Because, I'm going to tell you what, like maybe they were living in a little bit of peace for a little while, but they seem crazy
1: now. They seem pretty violent. Yeah. And so I don't know, you know, I'm sure I don't even know if we'll ever get that backstory, you know, but their species, they wanted to protect. So they were trying to get out of the chaos of, you know, what humans were doing to the world and to each other. And so it's almost like this post-apocalyptic style world now, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I doubt we'll never see how they got there. I mean, it, it could be cool, but I I think you just gotta kind of fill in the blanks. Yeah.
0: And if you were an elder, what kind of what kind of thing is it to set up a bunch of your like trainees, quote unquote, or your children to uh, with all these rules and not explain to them, like I feel like you know what of what would have really worked to keep the kids from ever tasting human blood? Yeah, tell hey. them they'll live forever.
1: Yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. So you got a good point. Hey, man, that's
0: why I come here.
1: Yeah, that's I'll why we talk point. about these things in the lair. So I'm, I'm
0: just curious if, if we'll find out, like you know. Why exactly that was kept from them, if there was some, some reason or because it just feels like an easy tell like, hey, yeah. like, uh, one of the reasons you don't want to eat, uh, Gary over there is you're gonna <laughs> die, <laughs> yeah. But, I,
1: yeah, you I know what, know, I, man.
0: you know what, I see, I see Rami, um, telling the truth to everybody eventually, and at the end of the day. When the other dude who's kidnapping one of the kids, I bet you we're gonna we're gonna see Rami. Maybe they don't tell everybody the truth, Um, but what they're gonna end up doing is sacrificing themselves. Taking that guy out, eating that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But they're so unhappy too. Like a lot of because they they're doing the same thing over and over. They're sick of it. They're sick of eating rats. They're sick of you know feeding off the local rodent, wildlife. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) eventually that's going to
0: happen eating humans too, right? Like how long can you continue eating humans and be like, well, yeah,
1: but the, what, you know, they obviously is way different because after those one, that one group got a taste of human blood, like they're all hyped up on a different level.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like the first time you try melted cheese. Like you lose your mind on melted cheese, but then you don't want to like eat melted cheese every day for all day.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I don't know. I could eat some melted cheese, my man. I mean, Fair it enough. comes in different ways. Pizza.
0: Fair enough. Fair
1: enough. <laughs> Nachos.
0: Yeah. But, but um, yeah, dude. I'm glad you're liking it. I'm loving it. Uh, can't wait for more. But it it does seem like one where. If you're trade waiting on it, it might end up being a better payoff for you.
1: I would. Yeah. That's how I would want to read it, I think. But Uh, anyways. Too late. Yeah. I'm invested now.
0: All right buddy. Well, what else? Anything else you got into that you're...
1: uh, doing? probably my favorite read of the week is uh, Gotham City, Year One. uh, Issue number five from Tom King, Phil Hester, and Eric Gapster.
0: Uh, what's that? That cover looks nice. Is that like a card stock?
1: Yeah, dude. The, the quality is, uh, amazing in these. They're all card stock and, um, really well done. The art's fantastic, but I'll tell you what, and I know you're not reading this right now. So whoever's listening, you know, our thousands of listeners, I'm going to spoil some stuff in this one. Hey, now, <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is like an issue that like, after you read it. And look back at like previous issues, it just makes those issues so much better. You know if that makes sense. Totally. But this one, um, you learn a ton. There's two major, like, huge twists in it that are just insane that you I didn't even see coming at all. And so it's like the perfect like crime story that if you want to read something detective like pick this one up it's only six issues so there's one more after this to wrap it up and it's been fantastic the only thing i don't know what they're gonna do is like how they're gonna and i spoke about this before like how are they gonna tie it in with batman because like he he, uh our our main character i think he's telling batman this story like way in the future when he's an old man Mm -hmm. and so you you haven't even really seen batman i think you you might have seen like him like his shadow while he's telling him the story you know Mhm. So like what's going to be the big payoff? Like why is he telling Batman this? I kind of maybe have an idea, but I'm not 100% sure. And I don't know if I want to spoil it just yet cuz I could be way off and I'll sound like an idiot. But um I think I got an idea. Hmm. I want to ask you, but I'll let
0: you I'll let you keep close to the vest and you can reveal next time if you were right or not.
1: Okay, okay. I will. Uh for sure.
0: So in terms of it being a year one, do you feel like you're you're gleaning information on Gotham? Or is it more of like a character driven on the detective? Like yeah, Gotham it's, it's, year one, like Batman year one felt like you got a little bit of Batman's beginning. Does it, does it feel the
1: same here? Or? It's mainly focused around Slam Bradley, your main character. But they do highlight a lot of like Gotham used to be like the place everybody would want to go. You know, it was like... Mm-hmm. Family, Like, everybody loved it. But now, it, you know, it, and it highlights the Wayne family, like, two generations before Batman. And so, as they're going through it, you get to see how corrupt Gotham is and how, like, corrupt the Waynes were at this time. Dude, I feel like and you get a lot crazy. of that every once in a while. Yeah. And so, it's wild. Like, there is two big reveals in this uh, issue that just kind of blew my mind that I was not expecting that at all. And it was fantastic. The way it was written was really, really well done. So um, definitely pick this one up when it comes out on trade. Or um, do you have the DC app?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll read it
1: in the end. Yeah. What, what is it? Like a couple months, two, three months when it comes out?
0: Actually, I'm, I've got the uh, Infinite Ultra. So it's one month after release.
1: Okay, yeah. You need yeah start reading this one because you can catch up. And then by the time they release issue six, you should be good to go. But um, you'll like it, man. Super detective-y. Like, our main character is just, I love him. He's like the detective you would want on any case. Like, he's like. So just, Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Bat, the world of Batman now has two great famous detectives. Slam Bradley and <laughs> Gordon. Did I yeah. say it wrong?
1: Yeah, no, Slam, yeah, yeah.
0: Who you like better, Gordon or Bradley?
1: um bradley's more like hardcore like he's gonna beat people up to get what he needs kind of dude where where i don't know if gordon it'll take a lot for gordon to get to that level i think you know but i love gordon too in year one doesn't he take doesn't he beat somebody up
0: pretty good in year one he was a boss. Yeah. in year one.
1: in in year one he beat up that uh, his his partner. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Gosh, I can't remember his name, dude. Um, in year one, Gordon was a beast.
1: Yeah, I love year did, one. He did it all in year one. It was pretty much
0: year one and done.
1: <laughs> it was pretty much Gordon year one. Yeah, remember? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, super good story, man. I'm really loving it, so I can't wait for issue uh, six to come out, wrap it up, but. Wasn't there
0: something going on with a baby?
1: Yeah. So the baby. Is that still going on? Yeah. So basically, like the whole uh, premise of the story is the Wayne's, um, this is two generations before Batman. Like I said, they had a baby. The baby came up missing. Um, Slam got thrown into the mix because this lady, like, delivered a note to go to the Wayne's because no one knew, like, they didn't want to release it to the public that the baby was missing. You know, they wanted it all under the radar. They wanted a lot of money. Slam got this um, letter sent to him, or this lady walked in and gave him this letter, and um, he got wrapped up in this whole investigation to find the baby. Uh, I think issue three or four, uh, the baby you find out died. They think Slam did it, so now he's getting just wrecked by the police. Um, It finally gets out in the open, um, and it's just pretty chaotic and then this issue kind of like explains a ton of what's going on and all the the like the I i guess just how corrupt people are and mm-hmm. sideways the Wains are and it it's wild man. I think you would in en- you you would enjoy it big time. Yeah I'll get into it. So check it out and um yeah because you can start read I'm sure you can read the first like four issues. I'm sure they're probably old enough. Yeah. But yeah so that was my um probably my favorite read of the week but Followed really close with, um, and it's crazy because you started reading this as well this week before we even talked about yeah, it. Yeah, total happenstance. And so that was hilarious. But we both started reading uh, Why the Last Man. Yeah, uh, dude. What do you think? One. I'm like three, I can't remember if I got three issues or if I'm four issues in. I think I'm but about three. I liked three. it. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It was super fun. I like all the um not necessarily time jumps but like it it like spotlights like different groups of people in different areas. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I thought it was written really really well. Like even though it jumps around between them, it does a good job at it, I think.
0: Dude, are, do you like Ampersand? Dude, he's the man. So rad. Did you get to watch the show at all? No, I never watched it. Is it animated? No, it's live action, but it got um. canceled, so it was just I think it got canceled even before the season ended, but… Another… Uh, oh,
1: poor Brian Kivon. That's I just, know,
0: man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I'm loving it. Are you going to keep up with it?
1: Oh, I'm going to keep up with it. I don't know how many volumes there are, but it's on uh, Comicsology Unlimited for free. And I was just like, dude, this… I've always wanted to check this out. Um, I was just laying in bed one night and started it. But really good, man. I, I like the main character. All the characters I thought were, were really well done. And it's going to be cool to see how they blend them eventually all together. Yeah, when they all like meet up. Yeah, yeah. So, some of the um, like political stuff was like whatever. Yeah. But it was still really good that it didn't bother me. You know, like I just still wanted to read it. Yeah. Um, but it it was uh, it it was cool, man. Like it's going to be interesting. Like I'm already wanting to read it now, just talking about it because I want to know like how is this even possible. Um, I thought the lady that was driving the garbage truck was hilarious. So funny. Yeah.
0: I think it's hilarious that uh what's his name? I can't remember his name now. Yorick? Yorick, yeah, yeah. Um he wants to fly all the way out to Australia to get to his girl and they're and on the she, phone
1: and he she didn't even answer. No, <laughs> and you could tell she was gonna say no, probably. I know, yeah. Cause she is like something they were,
0: she was gonna say.
1: Yeah, it seemed like they were just I mean, they still were friendly, but maybe they're growing apart and she's all the way in Australia, like doing cool adventure stuff. And he's mm-hmm. just like trying to like become a magician. Dude,
0: he's not that bad at it.
1: He's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I will sad. say he's a pretty good magician. Pretty smart, clever dude too.
0: Yeah. So I'm liking it. It's a different sort of um, take on this sort of like post-apocalyptic thing for sure. Yeah. Uh Super, I just want to know what's going on. Why Ampersand and Yorick when they're together? Why they're the only two dudes?
1: Yeah, so there's something going on with them and why, yeah, exactly. Because all, so basically what happens for those who, I'm sure it's, it's an, when did it come out? It's older, right? It's been a
0: while now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So I'm sure a lot of people read it, but for those who haven't read it, um, the premise is uh, pretty much one day out of the blue, all men just die.
0: Right, Even yeah.
1: e, or males, I should say. Yeah, anything Even male, with X Y. Yeah, ma- male animals, anything with the X chromosome, or however they say, it, is just it, die.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are
1: besides, I- besides Yorick, and uh, he has a pet monkey who he like adopted because he was like training this monkey, and uh, his monkey. The, it's a chimp. Is it a chimp or is it just like a little? I don't know what those. No, it's not a chimpanzee. Is it? No, I don't know what that little monkey's called. It's a little it's monkey. Like a little, little monkey from Jumanji. Little monkey, and uh, his name is Amperstam. Ampersand. Ampersand, yeah, Ampersand, and um, so now the world just like plunged into chaos. And um, before it happened, though, there was a lady that gave birth to a clone. Oh right? yeah, she was trying. She was trying to clone herself or something. Yeah, I can't- I forgot about that. And the- she went to the hospital. And the the doctor didn't even want to deliver the baby, and it, um, that right when that happened is when this whole thing went down. So she's got to have something to do with it, some, yeah. yeah. So and that that's one of the like different groups that he jumps around to, and um, but really cool. It's gonna be good because the Yorick wants to, you know, his main goal is to get to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. His mom is now like standing president because she's really in the politics. I don't know what she was before, but since a lot of these people died, she's like actually a president. representative. But then that there's an agent, agent three five five or something goes and finds like the next person in line to be the president. So there's going to be like she she takes over the presidency. It was just it was, it was really cool, cool. yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, his interactions with his mom, because it seems like his mom wants him to like repopulate the earth. And yeah, he's like, oh,
1: dude, that was funny. So yeah. funny, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. I'm glad you're liking it. I'm gl- I'm, it's totally funny. We both started reading it at the same time without knowing that uh, we were reading it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it's good though. So I'm gonna. I'll keep reading that this weekend. I don't know how many volumes there are or how many fr- is free on on Comicsology, but I'm gonna try to burn through it because I, I liked it. Uh, yeah, buddy. But as far as uh, reading for me, man, that was kind of it this week. Um, that's all I was able to get into with uh the, the week I was having. But uh what about you? I know you got a lot in. You wanna do a you wanna do a speed round? You wanna hit your highlight your top ones? What do you want to do?
0: Yeah, I'll do a little little speed round. So I was able to get in quite a bit. Remember that stack I showed you last week that I finally got in from Coffee and a Comic from Frank?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh one of the things that's been kind of rough the last couple months is uh, Christmas put a big hit in the budget for comic books, so I was, like, limited. And then February 1st rolled around, so I placed a big old order from Frank, got a big shipment in. And then I did my taxes, and I have to pay a whole bunch. So now I'm pretty much limited to spending four or five bucks here or there on Comixology. So thank God for, for the digital saving the day here for the lair. But uh, I was able to burn through that stack from Frank, and I got into some good stuff, dude. Um, there's something wrong with Patrick Todd, number four, dude. It's, uh, the penultimate issue. So, you know, one more to go and, uh, just a showdown between, between Zeus and Patrick at the end. Is that Zeus dude, his dad? No, he's just some dude who's got a vendetta against whatever he's like, Patrick Todd's kind. And, uh. Patrick Todd's trying to find out from his mom, like, what the heck's going on. And it seems like whatever's happening to his mom who's in the hospital, uh, he seems like he feels guilty for. And that he didn't know the consequences of taking control of people, like, what it would do to him. But, dude, Zeus is a beast, man. And he's on a mission. And he's going to take... It just ends where they're, like, on the street together about to
1: brawl, so... Like an old Western showdown where they got... Whoever pulls out the gun the quickest. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Not even close. Not even close. No, exactly like that, actually. <laughs> I got to read uh, Saturday Morning Adventures, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number four. Bro, so much fun. Uh, Master Splinter gets this, um, like a bunch of little mini uh, mousers in his brain and so the turtles have to shrink down and go inside of uh master splinters like veins to go attack this thing and so uh on the way there you know master splinters white blood cells you know the things that you know attack invading yeah, so yeah. well they they all think that the turtles are like some sort mm. of virus right and uh, it's so funny cuz all the white blood cells are tiny little white master splinters just boxing the turtles and trying to keep them out. And, and they're probably rad down.
1: then. Yeah. Cause Master Splinter yeah. is the
0: man. And so that ended up being a lot of fun. Uh, I got to read 10,000 black feathers, number five, which I think was the end of the, the 10,000 black feathers. And, um, was it okay? like, how did it wrap up? <sighs> I mean, it, it gave us an ending. I'm not sure I was thrilled with it. Uh, and the us, art,
1: the art is really cool now. Yeah,
0: it was the art's rad. It did give us an ending, and I I want to reread it all together. Uh, I was happy that it wrapped up and gave us something complete here for a story. But I mean, it felt more more substantial than the passageway did. Gotcha. I got to read Old Dog Number Three by, man, I'm not going to say it right, but Declan Shal- Shalvy. That's from uh, Image, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, dude, that's just super fun. This old-school spy who's, like, come back out of retirement and is doing a mission. But this one was heartfelt, man. He met up with an old friend, and uh, he had to take his daughter along. Is it as action-packed as uh, old Rolling King? No, it's not that action-packed. It's, it's a pretty story-driven. Uh, Deadpool 3, dude, still a ton of fun. Deadpool's crazy. The only thing I'll say is like, I don't really tune into Deadpool for a love story, but that's kind of what this seems like it's doing. And it's fine with me. It's it's well-written. It's funny. And there's some cool stuff with Deadpool and the carnage uh, that's growing inside him that continues was to be hilarious. Him? Yeah. And it's pretty funny. They seem like they're going to maybe try to team up together. Uh, it's pretty funny. Dude, and I did finally get to read Samurai Doggy 3. I know I said I was going to give up on this, but I couldn't deny my, my habit of needing to be a completist. And uh <laughs> I don't know. The artwork's phenomenal, but like man, half of this story is just double page spreads with like one word balloon. You know? Huh. So yeah, not yeah. a lot of not a lot of, you know, movement in terms of the story. So I hope it picks up. I still really like Samurai Doggy. He's such a cool character, so I'll probably keep going with it, you know me. <laughs> I got to read Kaya number four, and I think four, Kaya four was definitely my favorite issue so far in terms of development for Kaya and Jinx and uh, the lizard dudes and uh, just continues to be a a cool adventure story. And uh, I just want to, like I said before, I want to have a better grasp of the world so I can feel like I'm more connected to the story um, than I am right now. But the artwork's fantastic, and um, Kaya and Jinx are cool characters, and the lizard dudes are cool. So I'm in for it. I'm gonna keep it up. But I just I need to and want to feel more connected to the world. And uh, dude, my two favorite reads this week, man. I got to read it's only Teenage Wasteland number three. Yeah, and uh, this was definitely my favorite issue so far of this one. The world just like ballooned, man. There's groups everywhere. And it reminded me a lot of what's the furthest place from here. Did they get like transported to
1: a different like dimension? Is that? And
0: we're still trying to figure it out. The way they're talking about it right now is like uh, they call it some like it's like lost," like the TV show. Mm, yeah, so yeah. something like that's going down. They're not entirely sure what, but it turns out, you know, in the last issue, they met the, one of the kids' sisters, and then through the course of this issue, you find out she's been there for years, whereas they've only been there for a couple weeks. And so what they're trying, what they're slowly figuring out is that however close you were to that initial blast, uh, probably transported you there quicker.
1: Oh, I see.
0: And so, but it was wild to see uh, the sister's story about setting up a camp and how she became such a good hunter and adapt adapted to this world. But some of these other groups are nuts, and it ends with this like, I don't, I forget what exactly they call him, but he's like some light king or something, and he has these weird fanatic. Uh, groupies who worship him, and uh, something's going down here for sure because he's he's keep saying I've been waiting a long time for this, for our characters to show up there, and uh, dude, it was wild, wild issue with a lot of action and uh, story development here. So uh, super cool read, and I think there's maybe only like one or two more
1: of that. So super fun. I'm gonna have to check this one out when it comes out on trade.
0: Yeah, I think you'll dig it, dude. It's super wild. And I got to read Spy Superb Number Two. Yeah, dude, <laughs> talk about just hilarious! Uh, so well written. Our main dude is so aloof, like he's so self-centered that like everything that's going on around him, he has no idea. And like he's kind of gets wrapped up, and he's being hunted by one of these like, um, one of China's like top spies, and she catches him, and she's pretty much figures it out. Like, oh, you don't know anything that's going on, do you? And she's, like, telling him this. And he still doesn't hear her. And he's just going on and on about how awesome he is. And how he took out these three, uh, you know, agents earlier on in the first issue. And yeah, and he's, like, he's trying to tell her. He's, like, no, I'm here to protect you. And, dude, it's just so funny with how aloof he is and, like, oblivious he is to everything that's going on around him. And, uh, you know, if, if you couldn't have a sense of humor about it, you'd hate him. But because he's so unlikable, it's just hilarious. Did you get the Safeway bag cover? Uh, This is another one I picked up on Comixology. But yes, it is the Safeway cover. I seen Ross posted his... Spy Superb is not safe.
1: Yeah, it was uh, just... I started busting up. The covers are rad.
0: But it's just hijinks after hijinks. And uh, I really love what Matt Kent's doing here. I, I had a ton of fun. And I should uh, probably
1: pick this one up too cuz it sounds fun. I pro- it sounds like something I would really really like and there are yeah. only two issues in so I think yeah. I got to get into this one.
0: And I think it's his wife that's doing the art and it's totally distinct and its own thing and it's it's a cool sort of uh cool
1: experience, man. That's pretty cool. Uh husband and wife working together.
0: Yeah. Uh and I got to read Harlowe number one, by Boom. yeah, yeah, And uh, it was nuts, man. I'm not sure how I felt about it. It ended in a weird thing.
1: Is Uh, that um, like a horror genre? Yeah, and the horror
0: is this gnarly dude. I'm still trying to figure out exactly his place in this town. Uh, But it seems like it could be fun, but it was wild, man. I'm not sure. You know I'm not crazy on the horror genre. Yeah,
1: that's why I'm surprised you're... You've been reading a lot of horror lately after... I know. Yeah. There's a
0: lot of horror in comic books And I feel like to, to keep up I, I want to check them out I'm not sure I'll keep up with Horrorware But uh, I could see I could see how and why you would it, it, There was some compelling stuff there But mainly the horror uh, character design Was just rad The artwork was super cool So that was my week, man And I've been keeping up with The Dude, Last of Us TV cr- show You crushed it Got some good reading in, bro Shout out to Frank for for the shipment and comiXology for saving the day.
1: What epi is The Last of Us in? Three? Is it three now? I
0: just watched four. Four was last week. Five's coming out uh, this Sunday, which will air before this episode drops. But I've watched one through four.
1: Is it Is it staying pretty true to the game or is it kind of its own? In some
0: ways, yes. In some ways, not at all. But really?
1: Yeah. Are they like on an adventure to find a cure or is that like
0: Yeah, I mean Ellie's still being transported to the Fireflies to find a cure for this whole thing, which we know playing the game how that all goes down. Yeah. Um but I will say in this point in the show, it's not so much like a Ellie. You get a little bit of it in 4, but I just want to feel more connected with Ellie and Joel and on their mission. And right now, I'm not sure I feel that way, but uh, there's been really great uh, episodes all throughout. Yeah, is it pro- uh, produced really well? With. Yeah, I mean, the the, the set design and uh, just the acting has been top-notch, man. So, I'm keeping up with it. I mean, I, mainly just out of... Loyalty to how much I love that game, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wish I, I need to find a way to watch it. Maybe I'll have to get like HBO Max or something just because I want to
0: wait till it's I, all I, out and then binge it in yeah, like two days,
1: yeah. Because I'd love, oh, yeah, you know how much I love watching TV and get a chance to, so I'm sure two days will be plenty of time, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I do remember playing that game a long time ago, probably like 2013, 2014, somewhere. Yeah, like, like I was just love that game,
0: but uh. Yeah, man. It was a cool week. A lot of good reading. Um, what do we got? Are
1: with? you gaming much anymore? Let me ask you.
0: Dude, uh, I have a Switch, and so I play the Switch every once in a while, and I booted it up like two days ago. And I have that Nintendo online thing, so I get access to like the old N64 games. Oh, that's
1: cool. I didn't know they the did old that. The
0: Super Nintendo, N- NES games, and then even some Sega Genesis games. What about
1: the Psych bike? I have no idea if that's on there. Huh, I would love that game when I was either really young.
0: But one of the games that they just made available for the N64 was GoldenEye. Oh, no way. And I was pumped. But dude, I've been playing modern day uh, first person shooters for so long that like, I don't know if you remember the six playing it on the 64, but the way you moved was different. Yeah, like yeah. Sw- the thumbs would sw- are different. Because the the C keys were how you move forward and backwards and sideways, and then the, the your left hand was how you aimed the gun, but I'm used to the left hand moving the dude around and the right finger yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. aiming,
0: and so I couldn't play it, man. I couldn't, yeah. I was like
1: all over the place. I felt like a noob. I remember playing that that game was fun back in the day.
0: Yeah, so I was stoked about that, and uh, then I started playing Pokemon Snap.
1: Yeah, is that fun?
0: I love it, dude. And my my daughter was was digging it because you know it's just you're on like a little trolley and you're snapping pictures of Pokemon. So that's cool. It was cool.
1: All right, yeah, I was just curious. I don't game a ton. Uh, I actually, uh, when we had that like stint of terrible weather, I like my daughter wanted to play Fortnite again, so we re-downloaded Fortnite on the Xbox, and bro, I started crushing it. Really. Cause when Fortnite first came out a long time ago, I was like, dude, this is fun, you know, like, but I never got good at building because you know you can build like towers and ramps and everything. And I was terrible. Like I was a decent first person shooter, but I was if someone could build decent, they would smoke me. Yeah. And then it got uh the crossplay got introduced where like people with keyboards were like, dude, they were like doing these jump 360s, and next thing you know, they built this huge tower, and I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done playing this yeah. game. But now they have a, um, I found out through a guy at work, they have a no build mode where you can play like solo or teams and there's no building allowed. And so now it's just like a FPS and the map's fun and you can ride around on like little dirt bikes and I've been crushing it. I've, (laughs) I've never won so many first places in single solo battle royale in my life. I think what happened is all the good players still play the the build mode, and it's just like the players like me who are terrible. (laughs) So I don't know.
0: Hey, did you ever play Roblox? Get that out of here. Uh, I guess all the kids at my daughter's school play Roblox. Yes, dude. She she came up to me the other day and she's like, I want to play Roblox. I'm like, "Uh," I'm like, look for it on the Switch, and thank God it's not on
1: there. Don't let them start playing Roblox. It's like a just. Pretty much anybody can go into Roblox and just build their own like scroller level or whatever they want to do. And it's just these mindless, weird games. And they're just so strange.
0: (laughs) All right. Good to know.
1: Don't do it. (laughs) Anyways.
0: What's coming out next week you're looking forward to, buddy?
1: Dude, next week... It seems like it's been forever since we were in the world of 8 Billion Genies. Mm-hmm. And so we get issue 7 and I think there's only 8. And so yep. second to last issue finally cuz I think 6 was like right was somewhere in December.
0: It's been a while, dude.
1: So it felt yeah, it feels longer than that. So 8 Billion Genies issue 7 finally coming out. Um so looking forward to that one. And then of course Mosley 2. Those are probably can you know, Can't wait for most. My two most anticipated um, books next week, but there's a lot coming out, man. Um, Art Burt number three. I know you got you and the guys over at Pullbox Pals are reading that. Um, Ross is also reading that. So um, a bunch of people in the community liking that story. Um, what else? What else do you see is coming out.
0: Swamp Thing, Green Hell, number two, finally coming out. Oh, is that from Jeff? Yep, another one from Jeff. Yeah. What's the furthest place from here? Eleven coming out. Uh, I hate Fairyland. Four, Kaya five, Quested three, fingers crossed. Yeah. And then yeah. a new one from whatnot that I looked pretty interesting was called Liquid Kill, number one. Yeah, it looks like cyberpunky kind yeah, of. Yeah, but it's by the same team who did uh, "It Eats What Feeds It." That was put out by I believe Scout. And uh I love that that one. So I'm stoked to check that one out for sure. Yeah,
1: that's And then
0: right. uh shout out to our good buddy Ross because his one of his tops, Alice Ever After Trade Paperback, is coming out next week. Yeah, so yeah,
1: I saw that as well.
0: I'm excited to check that out because uh I take his uh recommendations seriously. So I wanna give it a good read. And uh, you know, just as a reminder to check out coffee and a comic dot com. For anything you're looking forward to coming out next week, and uh, enter our coupon code at checkout in all caps, Comic Book Lair, save yourself fifteen percent. Frank's a rad dude, uh, and definitely right now while I'm paying my taxes and can uh, get my normal pull, <laughs> uh, send some money his way to support him. Uh, rad dude, awesome shop, and uh, yeah, Frank's cool. Check his check his Instagram out as well. He's always doing doing cool stuff
1: over there. Dude, you know what I'm stoked to do. I'm stoked for next week. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. dude, Next week, man. We are wrapping it up. Part three, Middle West. We're getting into Middle West, Volume three. It'll finish the story up. I can't wait to see what happens with Abel and his dad and Bobby and the the crew from the fair. Um, Stoked. I I wonder what kind of resolution we're gonna get. I still don't even know. I don't even know how to call it. Like we kind of were calling it between one and two, but this one. I I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I mean Fox, do what's gonna happen with Fox? Like,
0: I just hope uh, I want to know how he gets out of this little whatever. Yeah, because he's
1: got he's got to get out of the Raider Farms. Yeah, Raider Farms. He's got to figure out what's uh, how to deal with the the um, heart of the storm. He's got to figure out his relationship with his dad. He's got to figure out if he can go back with the people in the, from the fair. You know, like is he yeah. going? Is he going to um, be able to control this anger issue he's got going down? So he can Dang, go. There's a lot with
0: that needs to get wrapped up. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so um, I can't wait to finish it. Oh, I'm going to crack that bad boy open this weekend, and um, looking forward to it. And if, if you read it, um, or if you've been reading along with us, uh, jump over in our Discord channel. Let us know what you think. Give us uh, your predictions. If you haven't read it, if you're at the same point we're at, we'd love to hear from you. And um, let us know what you're thinking of this story so far.
0: Heck yeah, buddy. How can people uh, keep up with us? And I, It's always funny when I ask this question because I, I, I'm like, hey, why don't you tell everybody where our Instagram is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> everybody can see what we're posting over there on our Instagram. <laughs> no definitely uh, subscribe to our show uh, tell a friend spread the word uh, we love to meet new people um, if you can leave us a review we'd love to hear from you as well wherever you listen to your podcast jump on there um, we'd love to hear from you check out our instagram at uh, the comic book lair. Uh, you can follow our link tree there it takes you to um, our website it'll take you to our discord channel you can further conversation and um, let us know what you're reading what you're getting into and uh, yeah we'd love to hear from you Anyways, keep reading comics.
0: Cowabunga nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T-Audio.com.